Hey y'all, before we jump into today's episode, we would like to invite you to a special event we're hosting on May 30th called Women in Whiskey. Join us for an adult field trip filled with Southern fun at the Jack Daniels Distillery right here in our home state of Tennessee. Get ready to learn while sipping. We will be taking a private tour of the distillery, enjoy a barbecue lunch on the beautiful hillside, and partake in early happy hour with cocktails provided by Jack Daniels as we listen in on a conversation with women who work in the industry. The conversation will be led by yours truly, your hosts of the Steel Magnolias podcast. Learn more about the event at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com. You can grab your tickets there and we cannot wait to see you on May 30th. And now on with the show. It should come as no surprise that Southern hospitality is near and dear to our hearts. But opening your door can sometimes present challenges. Today, we are offering some lighthearted tips to make you as a host shine. Welcome to the Steel Magnolias podcast. We are two sisters here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. The South is full of beautiful diversity in landscape, people groups, and culture, and we want to showcase each part. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up your chair. Welcome back to Lainey's Kitchen Table. I'm Laura Beth. And I'm Lainey. And today we are chatting through some hospitality tips or cut or shortcuts or something to that effect. So I did want to mention we're staying in the vein of entertaining. Yes. Like if you want to talk about or think about overnight guests hosting and ha- serving hospitality in that sense, we actually did an episode a while ago that I'll have oh, to Oh, about really... setting up a guest room? Yes. That was a... A lot of people really liked that episode. But it had a lot of tips in it, yes. too, like having the Wi-Fi password already, like, listed out. Yeah, Having bottled waters out. So it really did Thinking have... through people are hot or cold. Yeah. Because everybody's different. Everybody's different. So, yeah, I'll link to that in our show notes. Today, we're focusing on entertaining, having friends over, just... Opening your door. Short term. <laughs> Short term visits. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure there's overlap to things we've said over the last five years. Well, um, yeah. There's going to be yeah. overlap. But this is such our heart for um, just, yeah. And getting what, people to your table. Yes. Or your couch. Or, or your, your deck, fire pit. Or, or your, <laughs> yes. Exactly. If we say table, it's wherever you may want to sit. Where you're gathering. And the point, really, of this episode is not to make you more efficient or well, productive. Maybe. It's actually, maybe, <laughs> but it's actually to make you enjoy your guests, better, you know, and be present. That's right. And the actual experience of the gathering that you, as the host, you get to enjoy it, too. That's right. Because if I'm exhausted, yeah, you may break down in tears with something very important to tell me and I'm cross-eyed because right. I'm so tired you're so tired or yeah that so let's find ways to not have that happen so I think first and foremost one of the best things to start with is not to get too crazy like just with your if, aspirations if you of Pinterest thematic <laughs> that is really important then go for it but don't make a th- having a theme 
and essential. Well, that's hard because I love themes. But but I hear what you're saying. Like, yes. But like the world of Pinterest has complicated things. Yes. So much that that is what's stressing a lot of hosts out. It, you're exa- exactly right. And it's a huge time suck as well to yeah. craft some of these centerpieces. Yeah, if you're ugly to your family all week because <laughs> you've got to have the right Easter spread, then that's problematic. Heart check. <laughs> so I hear what you're saying, but I'm also like, if done right, if you done, could yes. have a cute theme yes. and still, and if you have something, break com- it down into bite-sized pieces. If you have something that's complex and you're like, yes. I'm doing this no matter what, just start far a month out. early. <laughs> I yeah. mean, for real, yeah, start as far out as possible. And if you don't have time to do that, keep it simple and still do it. Yeah, like still have people come over yes, just don't worry if it's not absolutely. all pastel easter eggs yeah hanging on trees and stuff it's yeah. all right so first, wouldn't that be cute to go all out for anyway <laughs> all righty well do as much as you can ahead of time amen is amen. huge yeah a lot of that in general is themed through a bunch of the things that i wrote down it yeah. just has different looks and shapes and forms that that prep work takes well one thing that's really helpful for me is pretty much like having a schedule mm-hmm. I mean like a backwards yes that's schedule, a good way to look at think it is work it, like, from the start time of the gathering right. I don't need to light candles five hours before they're going to be like right down to nubs. the nub yes so that is one of the last things yeah or light in the fireplace or whatever yeah. those are the last things and then work your way back yeah to the shopping list mm-hmm. and the cleaning mm-hmm. you don't want the floor just mopped <laughs> when they all get here and now it's wet right I do think most people know though obviously just clean the areas that your guests are gonna be in like don't make this your spring cleaning oh. initiative coupled with the fact that people are coming over because that yeah. just adds unnecessary it does and I, I'm easily sidetracked so then when I pull out the vacuum I'm like oh the coat closet needs to be cleaned out right no, it doesn't right now though right and there's more <laughs> pressing things yes. there's more pressing things yeah so personally I think for some reason that outdoor gatherings are a million times easier to host oh they are maybe that is because God's already taking care of the Maybe you just have to clean your inside bathroom and then, you know, th- and wipe the, deck, some or wipe the table down. And yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just seems like in general, they're easier to host. So maybe it is because of cleaning. I don't know. But I think just like keeping it as simple as possible, putting away excess blankets, pillows. Oh, all the extra stuff that sits out. Yes. Tidying up as much as you can. Making room for on countertop spaces for oh not just what look you're, at mine right now just make not you want to laugh what you're putting out as the host but if somebody brings a host gift or yeah a vase of flowers or you know whatever just yeah. having and then if you're not in a panic on where you're gonna put it. it who cares at least your counter now looks tidy right that's so good well, I also think um, that working backwards really helps me a lot because I can think through 
in order yes what needs to happen sequentially yeah. and even thinking through things i can break down into okay i have 30 minutes right here mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go ahead and do this one thing like yeah. instead of having to find a three-hour chunk of time right yeah if you've got that backwards to-do list yeah you can find a 30-minute thing a 10-minute thing right somebody's running late come pick you up or meet you for something Mm -hmm. hey I can tackle one thing in 10 minutes that's true that's true so anything I can do to keep it in bite-sized pieces and I'm real big on like planning my menu yes with the event or gathering or whatever and then I can think through the grocery list yes and then once I've got the grocery list and everything purchased yes I like to think through like, can I go, you know, chopping takes a long time if you're chopping a lot of vegetables and stuff. So think of that as like, okay, obviously you can't chop five days ahead because it would be all slimy in a Ziploc somewhere, but you could a day or two ahead. Or maybe this is your opportunity to just go ahead and buy some of those chopped onions that they have in the produce section, right? It costs more. It does. But like, is it worth it in this instance? Maybe. That's true. So, yeah, I like what you're saying about prepping even in little chunks of time. Because, you know, some of this stuff just kind of hangs over our head of like, I don't know where that platter is. And you just keep putting it off and putting it off. It's like, okay, I have 10 minutes. Let me go on the platter hunt. You know, like. Yes. Go ahead and have all your dishes that you know you're going to be serving stuff in. And then what if they're dusty because they're on a shelf somewhere? Well, now you've got to clean that. Yes. So getting all that. Yeah. Step done is a great help. So let me talk a little bit about serving platters and dishes. So oftentimes there's somebody at your church or in your neighborhood or in your friend group that has all this stuff. Oh, if you don't own it all. For sure. Just ask them to borrow it. That person... Because I'm looking at you, Lainey, because you're that person. They love sharing this stuff. They love pulling it out and going, oh, yeah, and I've got this one and that one. And, uh-huh. you know, they give you choices. And yeah. so don't. Don't feel buy. like you have to buy the charcuterie board oh, or gosh, you have don't. to buy the whatever. Yeah. D- Borrow it. Do not buy a charcuterie board unless you are really wanting one anyway, but for a gathering. Because you can do, uh, you can use other things. You could put craft paper down that's true you can use your cutting you board go. you know like uh-huh. it doesn't have to be a like you know literal cool shaped yeah so yeah definitely though you know me i'm like but a cool shaped one is cool <laughs> so just borrow one <laughs> but southern gatherings do include food so the fact that you just mentioned that as a given is true <laughs> yeah it could sometimes just be little nibbles, but there's going to be food. Even if it's just a happy hour, there's going to be nibbles. Well, there needs to be if there's a happy hour. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, I that's just... that's another thing we need to mention, though. If you have alcohol. Yeah. And not that a happy hour has to be alcohol. It could be something else. But usually happy hour means alcohol. Mm-hmm. You need something for, for sure. people to eat, whether that's just some cheese straws and nuts or yeah. something. Yeah. So... A couple of things that I wanted to mention that would be good purchases if you have gatherings or if you're just like, that just sounds awesome. Okay. I've got two things. Okay. One, I think everybody knows that like crock pots are your friend in gatherings. So I'm not really talking so much as getting a regular crock pot because I think a lot of people already have just a standard crock pot. 
But are you calling standard that big, huge oval one or the round one? The round one. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have liners? Uh huh. I didn't even know that existed until a listener gave us some. Yeah. So get a crock pot liner pack and definitely use that. You'll be excited at cleanup time when you've got a lot of other cleanup to do that scrubbing a a crock pot isn't one of your items to do. So good, Laura Beth. But the other hack I would say is that there is, there are um, slow cooker buffets have you seen these laney they usually come in threes like a triple slow cooker yes so this is smaller this would be like for your side items if it's a meal or this would maybe be three different dips or so it's not your you couldn't fit in your entree or something like if you were serving chili that would be too much to be in one one of these yeah you could i guess do all three of them yeah, the same thing. this little one's vegetarian and these two have true, made. Or, true. It's kind of brilliant. So I'm just going to link to one of our picks in, like, our we have an Amazon store. So we can link to things that we'll be mentioning in this episode in that store. But yeah, and they've got removable ceramic pots. So you can either put a little liner on that or it's yes. a smaller pot. So maybe you don't mind washing it at the end of the night. But those are brilliant to have and to keep warm. Um, On the flip side, if you're doing something outdoors and you're not necessarily wanting to keep things hot, but you're just wanting to keep things bug free, I would say as cheap as they are, those mesh covers here in the South. Yeah, that's true. Are worth it. Like I found a pack of six that was less than $15. A pack of six, like six different covers. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, because just flimsy. Where'd you find that? Amazon. That's awesome. They're just flimsy little things. Yeah. But it's enough it works. to keep mosquitoes and flies in. That's brilliant. That's a, the beauty of grilling outside, too, is a, you can close the grill and yes. bugs aren't on it yes. while it's cooking or even after. This should especially be factored in if you have been smoking anything that's outside and you're... Oh, all the flies come. All the flies. They 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 love that smell just as much as we it's do. It's disgusting. It is disgusting. How many flies come. So get some of those mesh food covers. That those are my, so good. That's probably the only things um, like kitchen staple, or you wouldn't call that a kitchen staple, but... Um, those are the only products I think I'm going to mention today that's not a consumable. So Well, and, you know, timing with food is tricky. That's another thing to think through when you're doing your menu mm-hmm. and your backwards yeah. to-do list. Yes. Is don't have everything that has to be all sauteed on the stove all at the same time to stay hot at the same time. Does that make sense? So like difficult. try to think through. Yeah. This could be in the crock pot. This could be in the oven. And all i got to do is quickly do this thing on top of the stove. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's very real. Yeah. And if you've in got your too, stress ma- too many things that levels. have to be sauteed, you might need to switch out something in your planning. Yeah. You know? Just, yeah. Because yeah. that is going to be really That's difficult. what I mean. Like, think through that. Yeah. As you're... But again, don't over... over don't not have something because of any of this. Yeah. Like, but we're trying to help you out. Sure. Well, I also think when appropriate, solicit help. Yes. Now, it's not always appropriate. I know I've had certain things where I just felt like I was supposed to bless somebody Mm -hmm. where I don't want them to feel like they have to make something. To bring, yeah. But, you know, if you're doing a brunch and you know that 
a particular person makes great cinnamon rolls and they're like, is there anything I can do? Mm-hmm. You'd be like, well, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's okay to solicit help of it something is. that they're really good at or something that they own that you don't to mm-hmm. borrow or whatever. So the other time it's actually a good idea to solicit help is during the actual gathering if you have anybody that's shy or does isn't going to know anybody else mm-hmm. at the gathering or just kind of has some social anxiety, give them a job. That's so good. And they will have a little bit more bridge to interacting with people. Yes. Either show them, you know, where the water pitcher can be filled up or where the napkins are or extra this or extra that, you know, give them something to do. And then they can be busy. Yeah, that's very good. So. And then sometimes there's just somebody who's got to be doing something. Yeah. There's just those type people that's where true. they like. And you're like, I brought you here I to hang out. I can count on them yes. to make sure that that's this true. is done well. Yes. You know, and I know this is a stereotypical comment, but a lot of times men like to be in charge of parking and (laughs) the orderly (laughs) thing of cars. And so that's an issue in my driveway. And so sometimes I'll have a guy that Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, hey, will you make sure that people pull up far enough and don't block in this way? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. And they most of the time people don't mind doing that kind of thing. Yeah, that's really smart. And you brought me to a thought that I had, um, in my mind for later, but I'm going to say it now. Another backtracking kind of thing you can do to really help with planning is thinking through someone's arrival to your home. Yes, this is so good. Because when you think through, okay, what's the season? What's the weather? Yeah. Okay, all these people are going to be coming at a similar time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do they have coats on? Right. Is it raining and we're going to have a bunch of wet umbrellas? Yes. Like just thinking through, okay, where do I want them to put the wet umbrella? Is it going to be on the the porch? Is it going to be that I have a plastic container that they stick it in or whatever? Yeah. That's true. You might need to make a, bring a tub up or something something to think through. Cause a lot of times people don't want to mess up your floor Mm -hmm. because it's dripping. But Mm -hmm. if you don't know, have a plan. Yeah. They don't either. Right. (laughs) So they definitely don't because they might not have ever even been to your house. You know, did you just have the carpets cleaned and now we have muddy shoes? Like, are you expecting them to put them? Right. You know, just thinking through that kind of thing. And I always have to think through parking. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things on my list. Of, yeah. You know, how many cars are we talking? How yeah. many are riding together? Well, and if that is a place of worry, talk to your people in advance. Right. Make sure they're open to carpooling or they yeah. know, like, if you come early, you might get blocked in or right. whatever. Right. Yeah, that's good. So I just really think like through that. all that kind of stuff of like, or, you know, what's going to be in their hands or on their backs or yeah. <laughs> whatever. That's and, good. Um. Yeah, let's talk beverages a little bit because yeah. this is this is critical because even if you're not serving a lot of food, you're definitely having be- beverages. Whether that's just some sweet tea and lemonade, or you've got a whole bar you're setting up, whatever. Yeah. So this a- is stuff you can do beforehand. Yes, and I um, have mentioned on this podcast before, but I think it's great to have stations around because I don't have one of these grand 
huge open homes where everybody can be in one place at one time. Right. Like 50 in the kitchen. That just amazes me. I can't even fathom that. If there's five in the kitchen, yeah. we're wiggling a yeah. little. So I like to have the beverages in a different mm-hmm. area. That's what I do. Sometimes I'll have snacks yes. in a different area too. Yes. So This gets people moving around too. If you've yes. got a larger gathering and you're wanting people to mingle, then this actually helps people chat or it does. be shoulder to shoulder with somebody. Yeah. So ice matters, especially here in the United States. We are in the ice South, people. especially. I know, <laughs> I know. But I mean, if you go to other countries, they really don't yeah. use ice like we do. They don't. Europe, it's kind of Asia. funny. So one of the things that I've struggled with before is I don't have a large ice bucket, like the true with the scoop I that's know. pretty. I have a now I have a small one, but. Sometimes if you've got a, like a large gathering, especially if you're going to be outdoors, you need something bigger and a lot of times a cooler can totally serve this yeah. purpose. You can throw your drinks in a cooler, throw the ice on top, boom, you're done. Or just have your ice in the cooler. Yes, exactly. With a scoop. Uh, but if you're, if you need a bigger sort of ice bowl and you don't have one, you can use a colander. I've seen people do that before and then just oh. have a bowl underneath it to catch anything melting, okay. whether this be indoor or outdoor. A lot of times if you're doing mocktails or alcoholic drinks, now the thing is to have a cool ice mold for your uh, drinks. Yeah, that's true. And now, with herbals with in herbals it. herbals and cranberries <laughs> and all the beautiful Lavender. things. But I only have two of those ice molds. Cube so tray. So like I've yeah. got two ready, right? So what do you do after that? Well, you have to prep. And the way that you prep and not have them stick together in the freezer is you put them in a brown bag, a brown paper bag. And they don't. What? That's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. Really? Yeah. So you can get a brown paper bag and put your molds or your oversized cubes in the brown paper bag and then you're ready. And they don't melt into each other if they're kept frozen like Store if it's in the freezer okay. yeah yeah well that makes that's cool so that's very helpful that's super cool you can um i have a couple of those clear um containers the huge that have dispensers the, yes yes now there's a good side and a down and a downside to that they're kind of hard to clean yeah. Like, yeah. if they're sticky or yes. anything like that. I mean, yes. you can get down in there, but I'm just yeah. saying it's not super whole easy. arms in there, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do love, because they're clear, that you can put fruit in it or, yes. like, just make it look really pretty. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to, you know, mark, like, hey, this is sweet tea, unsweet tea. Right. Or this is, you know, cranberry you know, whatever, yes. hoo-ha drink, yes. and this yeah. is lemon, hoo-ha drink, <laughs> I don't know. These are the hoo-ha drinks. <laughs> okay, I know I'm going to probably make some wine drinkers cringe, but I do think just to save time and allow more openness for your guests to have a glass of wine is to get the twist off versus the corks oh. on wine bottles. I, for some reason, if you go up to some self-serve bottles of wine, you're very reluctant to be the one to get the corkscrew out, cork, you know, 
maybe you don't even know how. A lot of people don't even know how to use that host corkscrew. Like they're all different. Some yeah. of them are really expensive. And you, there's just all these barriers, right? That would all go to the wayside if it was just a screw off. So I know I personally enjoy wine that's corked better than a screw off. It does. The taste changes, I think. But again, we're thinking about the guest and if you're wanting to serve your guest or just make sure you've got a red and a white already uncorked. That's not going to. That's right. There's not, That's not going to sustain through the night. unless Depending you're, on your numbers. Yes. Like if you've just got a small number and that's yeah. going to serve yeah. well, just yeah. have it ready yeah. to go. Yeah. If you, I know for me, I don't drink a lot of white. So yeah. if it's open, now I'm making a yeah. yummy chicken wine sauce <laughs> in wine sauce later. That's and that's all good true. too. You know, it's all good. That is so true. Well, it is nice to have, like, I, I haven't ever gotten to hire a bartender. I think that would be so fun for so a party. Fun. But having it already batched is a great option if yeah. you're doing some kind of complicated drink already having it mixed or there are some great mixers out there now yes and we have found a really good one so we got the chance to talk to josh ellis of withco and they are cocktail mixers that are based right here in nashville tennessee we got to talk to him about how the company came to be some of the flavors that they like or that they have in their roster they sent us some samples so we're oh my speaking golly. from experience these are i'm in love good <laughs> and they do not have to always be mixed with alcohol that's they right they can be mocktails they can sustain with some seltzer water or however you like to mix your non-alcoholics they are good so, so good to those of you that just are like you can see the lime green margarita mix in your head when that's I'm talking so nasty. about this. I am, that's not what we're talking it about. It is so different. So um, we actually got to chat with him. So let's just kind of give a little some excerpt from our conversation with Josh Ellis, the co-founder of Withco. Really from the very beginning, that was the thing that Bradley and I both shared was this spirit of hosting and whether it was at home or behind the bar or restaurant, the idea is for your guests to feel comfortable and feel inclusive. And so for us, it started with, hey, hosting and having cocktails at home is a pain. There's nothing really on the market we would drink. Uh, so really, Withco stands for with company. So from the very beginning, it was all about, let's create a product that makes hosting and gathering with good company a lot easier. Uh, and so for me, that played out as my wife and I always having people over. So friends over, family over, we were the ones that would always raise our hand and say, we'll host Christmas or you know, we'll host Thanksgiving because we get so much life and energy out of having people in our home. But the pain point was like, food, relatively easy, drinks, not so much. Here's beer, wine, and bring your own liquor and whatever you want. And so really for us, it was like, man, what if we had a tool that you know, could actually make that process easier. So yeah, for us, just the hospitability was all about, you know, family and friends in yeah. the living room. We've talked a lot on this show before about the beauty of just having a batched cocktail already ready. It can be something that you can make as part of the theme of your gathering. Um, you can just take it with right. you. So if you're doing something like tailgating, 
Um, or, you know, you're going to be doing sure. something outside of the home. It's better than just trying to bring all the concoction ingredients. So tell me sort yeah. of what was the Genesis um, drink that you started with? Like, what were you like, if I could master, I don't know, is it the old fashioned or which one, what kind of drink was your starting place? When I met Bradley, he was already a bartender, mixologist, uh, scientist, if you will, around flavor profiles. Like this was his whole world was operating and building, you know, his cocktails for the restaurants he was managing at that time. And when I met him, I actually asked him to come bartend a birthday party of mine that we were having in the backyard. And I thought this was so cool to have a bartender there shaking up drinks. Like, you know, back in 2016, 2017, I was like, that's just going to be a great experience. Well, he wasn't actually able to make it. So what he decided to do is he goes, Hey, I can't be there. You know what? Just let me put something together and I want to make your birthday special. And again, I had met this guy wow. one time. So there really wasn't a long history of friendship. It just was an invitation for him to come and do what I know he loves, his gift and his trade and also just his passion. And so what he ended up doing is taking recipes that he had made for the bar, put them in a mason jar and dropped them off at my house. <laughs> and those recipes, like one was bouquet, which is lavender, fresh lemon, dried rose petal, and rosebuds. Old fashioned uh, was just a traditional drink he, he made, but again, the Madagascar vanilla bean and the cinnamon and our, his approach to it wasn't like any old fashioned on the market. And it, you know, kind of became actually our flagship number one product uh, is the old fashioned. And then the third one that night was a ginger based lime cocktail, which now is called Ginger Mule. It's part of our uh, portfolio of drinks. And those were the three. And that night turned into a, there was no alcohol, I'll have you know, because he just brought the batches. So that night we're all in the backyard. It was like a party trick. We're all in the backyard pouring, reading these little cards that he wrote. And we're like, okay, got, the, got, my, got my liquor. And then I pour this, stir it. And we're all like, these are the best drinks I've had in someone's backyard. Like, where are these from? And I was like, this amazing bartender, like craftsman at yeah. it, at in his core, like the detention to detail. And I was like, yeah, this guy named Bradley. And that night, you know, the wheels started spinning in my mind. And then Bradley and I put our heads together and it was like, man, what if we take these from the bar to the bottle and help people host all around the world with a product like this that you created for your own bar? And it was this perfect marriage of what he does behind the bar with the pain point I had of hosting and us kind of putting our two yin and yang worlds together and being like, wow, when I host, I have no idea what I'm doing with drinks. When Bradley was hosting, he was going back and forth to the kitchen all night, making people's cocktails right. from scratch. So we both had this shared like joy of hosting, but completely different pain points. And I go, how many other people out there are just like us? And when they go to their grocery store, similar to what you just said, they're buying five mm -hmm. ingredients. Then they're coming home, trying to put them all together. Then they try to get the taste and profile right. And then they have all these extra ingredients. We're like, you know what? The, the Pinterest batching days, <laughs> yeah. not that they're gone, but there is a better yeah. way. And so to answer your question, those were the three, the old fashioned, the bouquet, and then the 
the ginger mule uh, were the three from that night. And those are the three flagship products before we uh, rolled out additional ones. Awesome. So yeah, you can find Withco at Sprouts and directly off their website. And we'll put a link to all of that so that you guys can find them. But they are really so good. Depending on how much you entertain their website, I think they do free shipping if you spend 69. So if you were to do a lot of entertaining and you just bought several. Yeah. But what did these run? 20? They were 20 and the serving size was one and a half ounces of the mixer to one and a half ounces of your alcohol base. And that's yeah. it. I mean, you're now, not. Now, if you're doing a mocktail, I would do three ounces of mm-hmm. mixer with just a little topping of, you know, some kind of seltzer water yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so good. It would last you a while. I don't remember what the, the ounces were. They have two sizes. They on called their it 10 servings. Okay. So that would be the half, one and a half ounce. Okay. So if you were doing a three ounce, that's five yeah. servings yeah. instead. Yeah. But I don't think that's bad for how good they are. I don't either. Especially if you, you know, are buying fruit and squeezing things yourself and herbals and yeah. you're going to hit. 20 bucks before you know it quickly and your time and your time your time that's what we're trying to help and i love that with co is more time with company with company because that's what it's all about beautiful well a few other things i'll say and i don't know if these are on amazon where we could yeah hook them in the show notes okay but i do love to keep a few things on hand not only to make entertaining easier when you have a group coming but if somebody pops in okay what you got or what you got in the freezer I just well I love um the simple things that you can just pull out and put in a little candy dish um hubs peanuts yes and they have different flavors they're so So good good. um mama Geraldine's cheese straws straws. so wonderful yes you can make cheese straws but are you going to have them made if somebody pops in or are you going to add that to your to-do list right you can that's great but that's something that I do find easy to just buy that's good I like that so and those are great to have out again in a different location so if somebody gets there and they're hungry and y'all you're not planning on eating for another hour right they're they're not miserable yes stirring around lifting up your (laughs) pot to see how it's doing so funny okay you can make somebody feel really special these days with music there's so much technology oh my goodness that you can really make somebody feel special so i would just say i mean something really basic and easy to do is if you've got a guest of honor and you know an artist that they like just put that as the pandora list right like if you know you know this person's a country fan pick a country artist and then you're then it looks like you curated a playlist right right? well and there's so much you can do with music now even like the kind of odd things like I had a couple girls come over for Robert Burns Day which is he's a Scottish poet okay and it's kind of a thing they do in Scotland oh fun so anyway I had bagpipe music playing when they arrived and they just got the biggest kick out of it that is so cute so thoughtful off of the you know playlist from Pandora that's so fun that's so fun well a couple other things I have just notes all over the place don't try a new recipe for the first time do not Amen. When you're entertaining, yes. that's an added stress you don't need. And you can try it a week before, and if you like it, 
yeah. do it, but don't make it be the first time. And don't be afraid to have your thing that you always have. Like, you don't have to always be, like, changing it up. Yeah, like, and sometimes people actually like that. Yeah, about, they're like, like, you don't oh. have your pimento cheese. What happened? <laughs> I thought I was expecting that. You know, like, it's okay. Like, have your things. Yeah. I think it's actually endearing. It is. Yeah. Uh, kids are sometimes a factor in these p- gatherings. They actually, are. They are I actually had that on my list, too. So if you're wanting to make this an accessible gathering for the whole family to come, or at least mom to come with the kids, and we're talking like littles that needs to somebody to keep an eye on them, hire a babysitter. Oh, brilliant. Yes. I mean, two hours is not going to cost you too much. If it's a big group, hire two babysitters. Yeah. If it's somebody in the group has a young adult or a teen in their family, talk to them about, you know, bringing yeah. so-and-so. It this will... is another thing that makes outdoors easier, uh, too. Does so it true. not? Like, so just true. let them go run. But, yeah, and then <laughs> communicate that with your guests, right? So that makes me, as the mom coming to the gathering, I have a totally different take of how this night's going to go if I've already been told by the host that so-and-so is going to watch the kids in the bonus room. You're like, we're going to have adult conversations. Oh, this is going to be can't really fun. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, talk to the babysitter, obviously, about, like, what's the game plan? Where are the kids allowed to go? And, you know, are they going to yeah. be playing outside or are they staying inside? All that. But, yeah, get a sitter. That's a brilliant. make it easy so that every parent isn't so concerned about, you know what their kids getting into so well I would say also it's a great thing to have a bin of toys like I don't have kids but I do have a bin of toys so good so that when there are a few that come over I'm not just like you know yeah here do you want to play tic-tac-toe right (laughs) (laughs) like I got a notepad yeah and then I've seen you do this before but having to craft for the kids to do kids love a craft love it yeah so having all the stuff all ready to go Mm -hmm. for them will keep Mm -hmm. them busy and Mm -hmm. interacting and they're where you want them to be in that particular area or whatever yeah and and in that regard I've actually enlisted my son to help like he's just now six but like he kind of owns like hey let me here's how we do the craft Mm -hmm. and here's where the stuff is that's so cute that's raising up a host right there like that's (laughs) some kids would enjoy that not all but some kids would um another thing i would say is just think through the things like especially right before your guests come is the bathroom well stocked with toilet paper good call yes you know towels all of that Has the trash been taken out? Yes. You don't want people to get there and you've been cooking and the trash is completely full now. Yeah. All the chopped things. Are at the top. Yes. Yeah. So just make sure that's been taken (laughs) out. And then I like to think of the thermostat too. Like, you know, if there's going to be 20 people coming in, you may want the thermostat down a little because body heat's going to bring it back up or whatever. Like just thinking through all that. I like that. Outdoor entertaining in general, although I think it's easier, it is its own animal. Yeah. And we did an episode on outdoor entertaining. So I'll link to that also in the show notes because spring and summer are coming soon and people might be even thinking about like an Easter brunch outside or something. Yes. Easter's one of those times it's like, oh, will we get to be outside or not? Because it's still on the fence and it's early this year. So yeah. I have one more to mention. Okay. Clean up, 
have your dish have your dishwasher already empty oh yeah if, if that's possible like if, or yeah. use disposables or both so hopefully something recyclable that's nice you know yeah if you've got solo cups you're using those are recyclable but or paper plates but or do a combo do paper plates and real glasses or whatever yeah sometimes it's good to even do both even right if little, you wanted a real dinner plate but Dessert can be on a little yeah. clear throwaway, exactly. cute plasticky plate. That works that too. That all helps. Yes. Also, I did not mention this, but when you're thinking through your menu and your what you're going to cook, there are some things that are good store-bought. Yes. Don't be a- afraid to intertwine that with yeah. what you make. Yeah. Like yeah. local bakeries or gourmet-to-go shops have some great options where if you only want to make, you know, make homemade one or two things right. and then buy yeah somebody made it exactly <laughs> it just wasn't you and then just put it on something cute yeah and pretty. that looks great yeah and then I've already alluded to this but just make sure that that last I like to even say like the last 45 minutes or an hour is just for me getting ready Oh, this is preaching. Yes. And doing the fluffy stuff. Like I call the fluffy stuff, lighting the candles, mm-hmm. kind of making sure, you know, the flowers you put in the vase are yeah. straight and yeah. the way you want them, lighting the fireplace, playing, yeah. hit and play on the playlist, yeah. that kind of thing. Like the last 45 minutes or an hour needs That's to good. just be the fluffy stuff yeah and just you, lipstick you and candles and, yeah or not not getting in the shower like no no starting. i didn't mean that getting ready yeah but yeah like fluffing your hair and some lipstick yeah, yeah. i mean mm-hmm. maybe that last change of clothes because if i was cooking i'm not yeah gonna be in what i'm wearing probably i have had so many times where the here everybody comes i'm like this is not what i was planning on wearing but this is what i'm I wearing guess this is what i'm wearing yeah well I'll, so many people mention how much they love my fried chicken but that is such a thing that has to be you know labor intensive it's labor intensive it's got to be In fried time. <laughs> like not two hours ago yes. and the whole house smells like fried chicken because mm-hmm. i don't have a big house and it's not well ventilated and so um that's a hard one to pull off yeah and make look easy. Like right. I look like I've been <laughs> in the kitchen. I look greasy when they get here. Well, I I know we helped somebody out there. Somebody just went, oh my goodness, I've never thought about that. And I can do this. And That's what I want you to be saying. I can do this. You can do this. Yes. So whatever size scale your gathering is, I know we helped you with some element of it. Confident of it. And most importantly... Just look your guests in the eye and be there for them. Be present. That's the purpose is to be together. That's so right. Maybe you're celebrating something or maybe you're just gathering for the sake of gathering. But being be present. present. All right. That should do it for now. We've got a lot of episodes we referenced. So check the show notes for all those details and have a great week. Peace be with y'all. You've just listened to an episode of the Steel Magnolias podcast, an independent show funded solely on support from listeners like you and a few advertisers from time to time. For reminders of what we just said and links to what we just mentioned, take a look at the description of this episode. They are right there. Are you enjoying the show? We hope you'll text a friend or a loved one to tell them about the podcast. Make sure they know how to get to a podcast first. 
and we invite you to join our mailing list to be the first to know about episodes, giveaways, events, and even those gatherings. Sign up at steelmagnoliaspodcast.com.